When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to your Team News video ahead of Game Week 19. I'm joined by Mr. Team News himself. It's Neil, how are you Neil? Not too bad, thank you Oz, yeah, not too bad. Hope everyone else is, is very well and um, yeah, very Merry Christmas to everybody if you if you celebrate it and uh, hope you're better organised than me. Not only have I got to finish my shift, I've got to do some last minute shopping. I know, well. yeah, we, we've both got to do some last minute shopping and some last minute wrapping as well. You yep. haven't even got a Christmas jumper on, but you were well, a pagan Christmas jumper. I think you described it as to me earlier. Whatever, whoever doesn't celebrate Christmas, it's, this is a nod, <laughs> an homage to them. But then you've ruined it by having a Merry Christmas advent calendar behind you. So <laughs> yeah, that's... see, we know the truth, yeah, really. You're, a... you're festive. This isn't a very professional backdrop, is it? Let's be honest. <laughs> That's right. Uh, right. So, yeah, just a few things to talk about with all the, I mean, we've covered stuff like the free hits to death and, and all that kind of stuff. We now turn our attention to, well, the, the kind of information that we, we do know about the club situations. Another game called off today, Everton Burnley, probably a slightly more predictable one, given that they were pushing, Everton yeah. were pushing for it to be called off. Anyway, we've lost Liverpool Leeds and we've lost um, the other one that I've forgotten because it's World <laughs> Wolves Watford. <laughs> Thanks, Neil. Oh, dear. Uh, so let's go through the remaining teams and see um, what's on the on the table. So we'll start with City and Leicester. Yeah. So um, we've heard from, from Pep in terms of a standalone Game Week 19 press conference. We haven't really heard from Rodgers. We have got embargoed quotes from Wednesday night. So they do actually give us some, some indication of the Leicester team in this picture. As for City... It's not particularly helpful what Pep had to say. He was in pretty cantankerous mood yesterday. He was, wasn't um, he? Yeah. <laughs> He'd been a bit more cheerful the last few weeks, but he was, he was reverting to type yesterday. Um, said that he hadn't trained by the time he took his press conference, so he didn't know about anything injury-wise, wasn't aware of anything, certainly not with COVID, and that he'll assess his players um, uh, before the Boxing Day match against Leicester. He did go on to say that Walker wasn't fit um there's he's been absent i think for three last four or something like that he's been in and out um and he wasn't sighted on the training ground yesterday either he was the only one who wasn't pictured other than torres of course who's, who's barcelona bound now as well as injured mm. uh, walker was the only one not on the training pitch so we're assuming he's not going to be involved on boxing day he was of course asked about um Grealish and Foden as well and give the report a very short shrift mm. he was asked, asked to clarify whether it was still an issue or um, whether they're going to be available. I love this quote. And he says he, yeah, he will clarify it, but not you. So, um, yeah, we, yes. So we don't know whether they're going to um, come back into the fray. Seen different interpretations of it. That Pep's obviously, he's, he's, he's done the damage or he's done the sort of discipline already. He's, he's benched them for one game, but he was not going to let this fester. I've seen that interpretation. But then Pep himself said yesterday, said, well, look, Ake, Fernandinho and, and Palmer didn't get on the pitch. Um, in game week 18, and they deserve to be on the pitch. So um, I'll have to have a bit of thinking. I think that's one of the, the last ones I've got mm. to do, prediction 11-wise. Um, so I'll try and see where the, the lay of the land is in terms of City, but um, that'll be a tough one to call that because 
they've had a rest. They've had a full week's rest. They weren't in AFL Cup action. They've got three games coming up in, in a very short space of time. So there will be rotation. I've no doubt about that. Um, it's just who takes the field against Leicester because that is a very appealing fixture. Um, I need him. I, got, need, I need Foden. I need him to play. Well, me too. Yeah, I, yeah. I got him in disastrously for a hit last week and um, didn't even get on the pitch. It was one of those where you'd have welcomed a one-pointer yeah. um, because we were just short of benches in game week 18. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we can, we can um, drag anything out in the next... We've got another two days before the deadline. So we'll see if we can get anything out of, out of the City camp, but I'm not being too hopeful. As for Leicester, I mean, that they're in a they're in a terrible situation, really, in terms of injuries. I mean, they're already a bit of a weakness um, at the back. And that's why this fixture is so good for City, because Leicester are shipping goals for fun. Um, but they could be down. We could be talking about double figures. And this is not even including COVID. So this is most of their players have got back from COVID now. Um, we've seen their previous games cancelled, but they've got a lot of them names back, like Luckman, Iheanacho, Perez. It's injuries now. So um, uh, Pereira, Soyuncu and Vardy all picked up injuries in the AFL Cup. Uh, we don't know the severity of them because, as I say, Rogers was speaking immediately after the game. So no manager, no matter how helpful or otherwise, will know the severity of those problems. Soyuncu was a hamstring. Uh, Pereira um, off the back of a, ch- a tough challenge. And Vardy felt his hamstring in the last half an hour and was able to play on and finish the game. But didn't take a penalty yeah and that's the reason why going to rogers so those three picked up injuries during the game uh, missing out were fafana james and evans uh, evans is a question mark for boxing day according to rogers also missing out who we weren't aware of were harvey barnes uh, uh danny ward who's a backup keeper castagna and amarty so those all missed out with problems there might be some COVID cases in there um Castagna is a possibility for Boxing Day, but Rogers says he might not be match fit enough. So that makes me think he's been out of training for a while. Barnes is definitely out. Danny Ward is definitely out. No word on Amarty, who's I think AFCON bound anywhere soon. Um, so they've got an absolute stack yeah. of injuries. Um, they went full strength against Liverpool pretty much, with the exception of one or two, as full strength as they, as they could get it. Uh, and obviously lost on, on penalties in that Carabao Cup quarter final. So. They've got um, Liverpool again after this Man City match. So they're really, really well, down to... It's the worst time, isn't it? I mean, you, you play full strength yeah. in that. Then you have City where you're barely going to see the ball and be running around yeah. knackered. And then you get a fresh Liverpool who have actually not played for a few yes. days and and rotated anyway in the cup game too. It's... Yep. Yeah. I think there could be a couple of spankings. I mean, I was, I was looking at what they could do at the back if Castagna misses out and if Evans misses out. And it would be something like... in. Didi, Vestergaard and, and Bertrand as a three or indeed in, in Vestergaard as a two which is hanging how it ended up in you know, on Wednesday so mm. um, yeah you'd love to back a City attacker for this it's just you don't know which one's which one's going to start and that's worrying for me as well because I'm, I'm very much considering selling Salah this week yeah and obviously with him coming back into that Leicester game you know yeah. the hat trick for him in that is is kind of oh I don't even want to think about what damage that would do to, to my rank so yeah, yeah, I know. It's I think a lot of people suffer that dilemma, yeah. I mean, which is probably why the free hits are popular as well. Not, it's not just because of the numbers; it's because he gets Salah back um, yep. in game week twenty. Yep, absolutely. Uh, moving over to Norwich Arsenal next. Dean Smith spoke today. Few yep. fresh COVID concerns. There are, yeah. No, no names mentioned. Um, I've been on the Norwich forums, and obviously, you don't want to speculate too much. But where there is ground for speculation, such as someone missing from a training ground. A video 
which was the case with with Max Ahrens, then then that can be used, I suppose, as, as an educated guess for predicted 11s. What we do know is that um, they've got injuries on top of that. So um, Norman's not going to recover for this. He's, he's going to have surgery. Rasika's not going to recover either. Um, he could be back on New Year's Day. And then they've got um, three centre-halves out, Hanley, Hanley, Zimmerman and Omar Bamadele as well. Um, previous positive cases, uh, they are back. So um, Christos Solis, uh, Lise Malou, Sergeant and Lucas Rupp are all going to be assessed. They're all back in training. Rupp's had an injury as well. And uh, Kabak is is free of whatever yielded him before as well. But Smith said he's not going to be able to start two games in three days. So, um, yeah, we, on top of this, of course, is the, is the fresh COVID cases, the anonymous COVID cases. We mm. don't know who these players are. We can only really um, guess at possible absentees based on, on sort of forums and training ground imagery. There was a mention of Billy Gilmore, who... Um, Smith said was running a high temperature in the last game, but has recovered. So we assume he's not one of the COVID cases. Yeah. Um, but other than that, of course, it's we're in the dark. Yep. And how about Arsenal? Opposite. Arsenal. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is one of the very first press conferences of the week. So this was on Wednesday. So obviously a lot happened between Wednesday and Boxing Day. Um, we know the class snatches out, of course. Um, three players we knew were, were sidelined. Uh, Chambers, Lukonga and Mari, all with, with COVID. Now, I think they tested positive, certainly the last two, uh, Lukonga and Mari, um, ahead of game week uh, 18, and then Chambers was was at AFL Cup. But with the, the new protocol, which is um, instead of a 10-day isolation period, you can get out of that quarantine on day seven, I think, if you produce two negative tests. So a lot of these players who tested positive before game week 18 could theoretically be back. Mm. Although, of course, the names we mentioned are squad players. It's more the fact that it's COVID in the Arsenal camp, and then, you know, hopefully that's going to be contained um, rather than run spreading through the squad like wildfire, which it has done elsewhere. So you keep your fingers crossed. Uh, injury news: um, uh, Tommy Asu was the only one who's, who's of note really. He was brought off um, with something muscular. Um, uh, uh, Arteta said, and he banked his clean sheet of course against Leeds. Uh, he said that he was hopefully not injured. We haven't heard an, had an update since. Um, that suggests it's uh, precaution. He also said that Tommy Asu had been struggling with the workload. I think he played every single game, league game, since his gaming full debut. But he hadn't been cited in training ahead of the AFL Cup, which was on Tuesday. So that does give him a lot of time to recover. And this was also the case last week. Actually, he wasn't in, cited in training last week. So I wonder if they're just trying to manage him a bit mm. on the training ground in between games. But obviously the flag's going to stay on him in, in the absence of any concrete team news information. Nothing else in terms of fresh injuries that Arteta uh, had reported, but um, as he was at pains to say, anything can happen, COVID or otherwise, between you know Wednesday and Sunday. Yeah, this one's off. That's going to have to be a free hit for me, and I imagine yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, of people well. and, and a Norwich for good measure. Yeah, so yeah, uh, and a Norwich. Who have you got from Norwich? Pookie. Pookie. One yeah. of my yeah, a desperation. <laughs> I think it was game week. When was the four games on? Seventeen when Norwich are playing. I think I brought him in just there as a sort of luxury transfer and immediately regretted it. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Uh, next game is Spurs. Uh, obviously, they um, played against Liverpool after missing loads of games. And then played again in the Cup. Um, and they're playing Crystal Palace, who have got a couple of problems as well. Yes, yeah, Spurs are actually pretty good. Um, they've, also, they've obviously been in through their COVID pandemic. Uh, they've... They had a, a multitude of players affected by it, all of whom have now returned, I think. 
So the only players who are, are missing are uh, Romero and Sessignon, both with, with hamstring injuries. Conte uh, was speaking this morning, so at least it's fairly up to date. He says that um, they've got a clean bill of health on uh, COVID and with injuries. Again, with the caveat being that stuff can happen in between now and kickoff. Palace um, is a bit more worrying, I would think, um, especially if you're trying to back Spurs assets for this fixture. So no suggestion that game is going to be postponed just yet. But uh, Vieira was mentioning that they've got a couple of um, fresh COVID cases in the camp. And Palace were one of the few teams who completely escaped uh, any kind of outbreak at the club. But Vieira saying that in the last few days, they've reported a couple of cases. Didn't name names, didn't say if it was playing staff or, or uh, managerial coaching. Um, and wasn't suggesting that the game was going to be called off. But of course, where there's one or two, there's always the, the potential for more. So we'll keep an eye on that over the next coming days. Again, didn't mention anything in terms of injuries. The, the only ones we knew about were MacArthur, who had a hamstring, and um, Nathan Ferguson was building up the match fitness. We, we hadn't heard of anything other otherwise injuries. Guaita was on the bench last time. There were suggestions on, on the internet that he had a, an injured finger, and that was the reason for that. But, you know, he's fit enough for the bench. We're not um, we're not entirely sure. I've not that verified, so we don't know if that was if that was tactical. If um, uh, Vieira was sick of the lack of clean sheets and and recalled Butland, or whether there was there was some fitness issue behind it. So that's that's yeah, minimal team news from those two camps. There was a line from Conte on on Kane as well, in case you're you're wondering. He said that it's very very hard to um, to not start with Kane at the moment. Um, when asked if you'd have to rotate him over Christmas, and they've got two games in 48 hours, and this is something he's repeated. Ever since he's a pikeman, that he's he's the spearhead of this attack figurehead. Well, they haven't and, got anyone um, else. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, of course they can play. You know, some Berg, Berg not, was talking about as yeah, his replacement, wasn't he? They're not the same type of player. You know, there are names you could fill in in attack, but they're not. They don't bring what Kane's bringing, whatever that is at the moment. Yeah, and um, so yeah, he's he's. I mean, I think he's played ninety minutes in every single game since Conte took over. So he's obviously one of the ones you'd bank on for minutes over Christmas. Mm. Yep. Um, but yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're a bit worrying those that Norwich and Palace news, aren't they? Just yeah. Chewed. I mean, at least, at least it's on the, all the games bar Man United are on Boxing Day, so you'd, yeah. you'd hope that you'd you'd get news before the oh, deadline. If anything got to, haven't they? They can't leave it till like an hour before yeah. on, on Boxing Day. That would be yeah. fans travelling up to you know all, all around the country, and then that happens. Crazy. Uh, okay, uh, West Ham, Southampton next. It's kind of all eyes on on Antonio and whether he's going to line up. Yeah. Again, this is what, he was one of the three Moyes not to give any bespoke pre-match press conference for for game week nineteen. Uh, only addressed the media after and before the EFL Cup game against Spurs. So um, Antonio, yeah, the big the big headline from this one. So um, he is. He tested positive for COVID. He missed out against Spurs on Wednesday. However, uh, Moy said that he'd tested positive about a week ago. So we knew that he played, I think, game week, uh, what was it, 17? This was December the 15th against Arsenal. He was on the pitch there. So he might have tested positive um, maybe a day or two after that game. That would still give him enough time to be available for game week 19 with this new protocol, this new six, seven day thing. And um, and Moyes was fairly optimistic. He said he was hopeful of, of Antonio recovering for this. Um, what I would say probably uh, to counter that would be that, yes, he's, he might technically be available, 
but he's also missed a lot of training in that time. Um, so whether match fitness would be an issue in terms of starting him um, is the next question. But West Ham have got two games in 48 hours anyway, so I think a lot of those players will be rotated, mm. COVID or not. You know, Antonio probably would have missed one of them anyway from the start, yeah. so um, this might be the one he, he sits out and then he'll like come back in for, for uh, 20. But yeah, he's obviously a doubt. He's flagged still. Um, at least that new protocol gives him a chance of being fit. Uh, Injury-wise, Aguanem uh, Zuma's still out. Uh, Cresswell, we still don't know about him. He's, Moyes every week has been suggesting that he's nearly there. Touch and go. Still out, though. I wasn't involved in, in midweek with his back problem. I think it's been about a month now. Uh, but we did get two full-backs back, uh, Johnson and Fredericks, and, and Kufal served his... Yes, Kufal served his suspension as well. So they've got a, a veritable multitude of options now with full-back. So those three in Masawapu, even if Cresswell misses out, I would think maybe Kufal right back, Johnson left. If it's a back four, come on, Masawaki. Johnson, I need you. Yeah, <laughs> great <laughs> it's desperate time times. <laughs> yeah, he's um, yeah, it'd be a great, it'd be a great time if he if he is back because yeah, as I say, Masawaki is is more of a wing back. I think that seems to be the consensus. He's not a really a full back. Yeah, he did play there last week, but um, I think I would guess Johnson and Kufal if if Cresswell's still out. Mm. And I think that's it in terms of injuries from West Ham. Southampton, we've had uh, an update yesterday and an update today, and it's positive all round. So the only player definitely out is uh, McCarthy. He's not back until January. And we've had four players returning to training, and the two Armstrongs, Adam and Stewart, uh, Chia Adams as well, and Fraser Forster, all back in training after their various, uh, I think, muscle problems. So as Nuttall said, Forster's got a good chance of playing and I think he only said the other three were were back in training sessions, didn't give an indication as to how much fit they are. Again, Sarton's got two games coming up in the space of 48 hours, so I'm sure Hassan Hutler will, will use his squad wisely. Um, Caballero, I think, is about to sign a permanent deal with, with Sarton, so they've obviously been impressed with what they've what they've seen. So it remains to be seen whether Foster comes straight back in for, for Caballero or if, he, if the veteran keeps his place. Um, but yeah, as I say, it's only McCarthy who's, who's red-flagged. Yep. Excellent. Uh, over to Villa next. And I couldn't find a quote for Chelsea. I don't know if we've got anything from, from Tuchel. Yeah, Tuchel was the, was the last of the three um, who addressed the media after the EFL Cup and then didn't speak to uh, media again uh, ahead of Game Week 19. So we know that um, from Chelsea's perspective, we know that Lukaku, uh, Hudson-Odoi and Christensen are back in training. This was something uh, Tuchel hinted at on Wednesday. Uh, Lukaku and, and Hudson Adai were two of the four, um, or more than that now, two of the positive COVID tests, again because of this new protocol with uh, negative tests on days six and seven. They're now allowed back in training. So they've got Lukaku and Hudson Adai back on the grass. Uh, Christensen as well, who's I think missed out with a, um, a knock or minor back pain last week. We're not so sure on the others. So um, Loftus-Cheek had ankle pain and suggestions are that he had COVID as well. Timo Werner had COVID. Um, Havertz um, was ill, returned a positive, then returned a negative, and then and then rumours are that he returned a positive again. Okay. And that's why he was being missing. So, <laughs> yeah, there's, we haven't, again, we haven't had concrete information that he's definitely had COVID, but he hasn't been seen in the last three matches. In, he in suffered quite badly from it last season as well, didn't he? He did, yeah. Yeah, and... and um, 
they didn't want to take any precautions. When was it against um, Everton or Leeds? I can't remember uh, who's it, who's it was. And um, Tuchel came out and said that he'd been back in training ahead of that game and uh, after returning a false positive. Since then, though, he's, he's been absent again. So we're assuming that he's mm. ill. Um, Jorginho had returned a false positive, so he was back in midweek and over his injuries as well. And um, Chilwell's, I think, the only one who's, who's red-flagged. He's had COVID, but he's also got this knee injury that'll keep him out until mid-January at the least, and they're going to reassess if he needs a an operation. Ziyech is the, is the other one who's injured. Uh, nothing to do with COVID. He came out uh, of the of the game 18 match with, um, I think it was a calf problem. And Tuchel said it wasn't too serious. They were just talking it was just a, a muscular pain rather than anything uh, too serious. But he wasn't involved in midweek either, so he could be out. There you go. And Villa? Villa, yes. Um, if I had to put money on the game being off outside of the three... We've already got. I would put money on this one, Aston Villa like Chelsea, because um, obviously there's COVID in both camps. Um, you you think that might be over the worst of it, but but Gerard's been facing the media. I think it was Wednesday, and he said that there's, they've had another positive case, uh, and the situation is changing all the time. What they will benefit from is the return of players who were tested positive in the first round of of cases. So we think that was Sanson El Ghazi. And uh, one other whose name I'm forgetting, uh, Alkeen and Davis. So very much fringe players. Mm. So um, we think they're, they're the ones who could come back for this one. Ashley Young as well have been 50-50. Um, Bailey, Triori, Nakamba out injured. But yeah, Gerard facing the media on Wednesday, so that's two days ago already. Could be outdated information. He's saying that um, they've had one fresh positive case in the last few days. Um, so there could be, um, yeah, there could be a bit of doubt over that fixture. Nothing to, nothing concrete to suggest that's the case just yet, but um, uh, keep your eyes def- definitely peeled on that one because it was Gerard didn't look too too happy about it in, the, in his presser. Bit of a mess all this, Neil. It's horrendous, <laughs> isn't it? Especially when managers try and adhere to medical confidentiality and um, don't tell us any names, which I don't, think, I don't think there's anything legal in there. I think, as I said to you last week, I think they might be using it for their own gains. Yeah. Because people like Klopp and, and, and Tuchel have told us who's who's um who's out with, with with COVID at their club so um yeah there we are you're going very blurry again i've done i've done exactly the same thing that happened last week haven't no, i no, well, it must be something to do with the autofocus i don't know what the scores yeah uh okay so i really enjoyed brentford v brighton earlier in the season I thought it was a really good game uh so kind of a repeat of that now graham potter again covid related yeah. issues in in the side so another game well right? it has it has been, yeah. It's um, they, they've actually sort of benefited from uh, the break. I think they've had one game in the last three weeks, so they've had a, a chance to regather and um, re-get some from players back as well. Um, so I think they're over the worst of it, COVID-wise. Um, Gross and, and Mopé have, have come back because uh, I think they were the suspected cases. Welbeck's available as well after a housing. Web, Adam Webster's likewise providing he comes through training. Duffy's available after suspension. Um, so I think that just leaves Dunk and Sarmiento on the injury list and Basuma suspended. Veltman's going to be assessed for uh, muscle fatigue. But they've got a lot of players back, Brighton, so a um, bit more optimism for them. Yes, of course, there's um, 
danger of fresh cases and stuff like that at Brighton that haven't been announced yet. So, um, but these two clubs, we think, are over the worst of it. Brentford, especially as well. Brentford had um, we ran into double figures, players and staff who were affected with COVID. But Thomas Frank gave the, the clean bill of health when he uh, faced reporters yesterday. As for them, they've got um, Tony back from COVID. He's one of the ones affected. He uh, got minutes as a substitute against Chelsea in the Cup. Uh, Frank was saying that they were just managing his comeback. You know, the, um, uh, he will start if he's 100% fit. That's what he said. So um, he got like the best part of half an hour in midweek, which I assume will stand him in good stead for this weekend. They're not going to get anybody back from injury. So that's uh, De Silva out, uh, David Raya, a lot of centre-halves as well, uh, Asia, um, Zanka and Charlie Good. Rico Henry should be fine. He, he came off with a hamstring a tweak, I think, in midweek, but it was just precautionary. So I think none in and none out from that cup game against Chelsea uh, with the suggestion that Tony could be back in the start 11 for this, um, providing he's, he's completely over, uh, the, of course, the COVID tests, uh, which caused him to miss out recently. Excellent stuff. And the final game, the only game that isn't on Boxing Day, yeah, is Newcastle-Manchester United, which obviously presents a risk for, you know, captaining Ronaldo. Make sure if you are, your vice is on someone playing early, uh, I guess. But also, I mean, free hitters who are going to be loading up on United yeah. players, there's also that element of risk to it as well. So make sure you've got a bench as well if yeah. you're doing that. Um, but yeah, what, what do we know so far about Newcastle and United? Yeah, I was just going to say that. As if you if you triple up on on Manchester United players, which you would want to do if you want a free hit, then you could be you could be three players down. I know. With a with a brush with a stroke of a brush with you know with this game being called off, nothing to suggest that's the case at the moment. Man United are um, in really good shape. They had a, a bad COVID outbreak last week, but everyone's back on the training ground bar Pogba. He's still injured. He's he's working his way back from a thigh problem. And um, so all the, not just the COVID cases, but the, the injuries as well are back. So Varane, uh, Cavani, um, um, Martial and Wan-Bissaka as well. And then whoever was positive for COVID, we didn't get names, but we, we, we suspect that Ronaldo might have been amongst them because he hadn't been cited at the training ground. But he returned, I think, on, was it Wednesday or Tuesday? So he'd have plenty of time to get himself match fit for Sunday. And so, yeah, a welcome, welcome headache mm. for... Rangnick, he's got only only Pogba out. Um, Newcastle, I guess it's more of a worry if you hadn't had a, haven't had a COVID outbreak at your club yet, because that could that could strike. Newcastle is one of the ones who who haven't been affected at all. Uh, might be to do with where, where they are in the world. Of course, Northeast not quite so so badly hit. Um, they've still got injury problems. Um, Dummett is back on the training ground, but but not considered for this one. Fernandez and Lewis are out until 2022 with um, uh, muscular problems. Kraft and Mankiw should be back from illness. No word on Shelby. He had a uh, he had a muscle tightness. Um, I think Howard said that he was he was hopefully recovered, but he hadn't trained. I think as of Thursday, so a bit of doubt there. Hayden's banned as well after five yellow cards. But um, uh, yeah, how how again suggesting that he would he would have to rotate as he has done in the last couple. He's benched St. Maximan and one. He benched Wilson and one. And um, he said fatigue is an issue. Which isn't a surprise because they've just faced Liverpool and Man City and had to do a lot of off the ball running. Mm, absolutely. Uh, so that's it. That's the games that are on uh, this weekend. Uh, I guess is there anything to touch on about Wolves and Watford and Leeds um, and Liverpool? 
No, nothing. In fact, we didn't even get the press conferences of, of, of most of those clubs. We no. did with Everton, who are, are really badly hit. Um, but we um, and, and Burnley as well. But I think we'll park it there because uh, there's nothing relevant for for 20. I guess Corney is the only one I could I could mention. Uh, he is he was again touching goal, but he's about to depart for African Cup of Nations. Yeah. Um. So I don't think we, we might even see him before before um, he leaves. And Everton was the one we had as well. Calvert Lewin's back amidst the absolute carnage. They've got loads of players out. Players we don't know who are out. Five COVID cases, six injuries. But Calvert Lewin was one of the ones who was back. Um, so a name to consider further down the line, I think, when they're when they're back to full strength. Yep, absolutely. Neil, thank you very much. The final team news before Christmas. Hope you have a lovely time uh, with the family this weekend. Thanks for all your hard work this year, as always. Yeah, thanks, Az, and, and thanks for, for doing all the legwork on these as well in terms of setting it up. And thank you, everybody, for, for watching uh, over the over the season so far and for all your kind messages as well. There's, a, there's lots of nice messages we get in, oh. in the chat. Yeah, um, there is. Which is very heartwarming. And um, <laughs> I, do, I, really, I really do appreciate it. So thank you. And hope everyone has a lovely Christmas. Warming Neil's pagan heart. That's what the chat's <laughs> Cold doing. heart. Cold northern heart. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. And we'll be back next week. See you then. <laughs>